0: It is the 24th of August, 2021. The show happens to you each and every day. Workday, that is. At about the same time, inside of the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. The Motor City Man Man. The Eric Zane Show podcast begins now. Hi, this is Kate, otherwise known as the Duchess of New Jersey. When I'm not busy hanging out at the beach, telling people off, watching someone pump gas for me i listen to the eric zane show podcast and now i'd like to introduce the star of the show eric zane it's riveting it's riveting welcome in this is the daily show where i discuss news nonsense and my personal adventures monday through friday right here Thank you, Kate, for the intro. Thanks to uh, all of you who've made intros in the past. Uh, if you ever feel like updating it, send it along, and then I'll, I'll wait forever to, uh, to actually make it. Even though, it, honestly, honestly, it takes me about two minutes to throw some music behind it. Not a big deal. Not a big deal at all. Uh, a lot to get to today. I suspect there will be uh, new lurkers who will be wondering about my little um, engagement when I bumped into an old uh, co-host of mine. But like a true champion, you don't lead with that. You make these people wade through all of the other stuff in hopes to keep their, uh, keep their attention for a little while longer. So no, I'm not going to start with the, with, with the one that I really want to get to. Let me just tell you, though, it was uh, beyond awkward. I mean, it was, it was ridiculous. Okay? More on that a little bit later. Not, not long. I mean, I'll I, I, I tell you what. Uh, I don't know. In the next half hour, I'll get to it. So you can either go away and come back. I don't give a shit what you do. It is the uh, 19th birthday of Princess of the Forest, Madison. My youngest at 19. And going off to college on Friday this is, uh, this is not easy, okay? There are, there are key moments, especially with daughters. I mean, fathers and daughters, that's, a, uh, that's quite a bond. And I, have, I have great relationships with all of my kids. I didn't beat the shit out of them. I spoiled them like crazy, and they've gone on to become amazing, productive young people. Madison turning 19, getting set to go to uh, this amazing college, which, by the way, 81% vaccinated. Student body is 81% vaccinated, and the staff 100% vaccinated. That is awesome. Uh, She, at 19 has blossomed into quite into quite a young individual. She wants to she wants to go into prisons and counsel. Uh you know some mental health for uh a, a a person incarcerated. And uh I I don't know what all that entails but uh she's uh looking into that type of line of work or something closely related to it. She's got her crystals. She's uh, she's like packing up her room and uh and so I go in there and I, I, we, we, we're joking that we're going to unpack everything because we don't want our, our youngest, our little girl, to leave. This is a very emotional time for a parent. Friday, she's moved. Now, I mean, truth be told, she's not going that far away. Half hour, tops. But, uh, you know, we're acting like it's the end of the world. So uh, she's, uh, she's uh, you know, collecting. 's got this thing she's collecting crystals nowadays and uh she she says to me at various times she's like this is uh so and so i don't know that and this is whatever it is this uh this she's telling me all the uh, superpowers that you get when you when you have this in your possession so I guess if you're uh i, I don't know what the term is for somebody who collects crystals if you're a crystallite or you're a, a crystal collector or you're a crystaller I have no idea but uh you you kind of like um ah oh, man i need uh i need i need this type of uh, influence on my life i i better go get some blank so she's got that all ready to go this this collection of crystals which will be on display and then uh she's got all these candles she is a she's a total hippie and uh she got the candles she's got the um There's a, a, she has this big salt rock with a light in it. And apparently, uh, it's some type of mineral thing and it infuses the air with salt. I, I guess, I'm not sure. She explains it to me and she, oh yeah, this is what this does. I'm like, oh, okay. Sounds good. Uh, and then she's, she's got the candles and then she's got all the incense. I mean, you wouldn't believe the amount of incense this kid has. It's like, you are a total freaking hippie this is amazing so i you know i I don't i don't bust her balls about it i I don't i don't pick on her uh but uh she's packing up all this stuff so that's this is kind of like we have another empty room in the household where we picked up diana's brother the nfk uh we we now lose madison so now it's uh there are well almost well let's see we have four dogs two cats at six and then three adults so uh uh, twice the number of animals living here than we do humans my god uh, Madison has come a long way since the day since this amazing day when this incident happened well, I wouldn't even say incident it was just in, uh, it was just Madison at a very young age calling me while I'm at work uh, hello <coughs> yeah hi Maddie <laughs> well, what's up you, you sound like you're upset Okay, I was able to gather out of that something about your mother is upset because your DS case is missing and you can't find it anymore? Yeah, I don't want say I want to can do I woke up and I it. Uh-huh. Huh. So I'm guessing that it'll probably turn up, you know, over time. It probably just can't find it right now because you're rushing looking for it. Do you think it's gone forever? If we had some crystals, we'd find it. No, I don't think so, baby. We'll find it, I promise you. I don't want to find it now. Me too. I want to find it too, but I I'm it might it might take a little looking. We didn't even go wrong. Mm. Okay, well, it sounds like you're having a rough start to your day, I'm sorry. Okay, I love you. All right. Talk to mommy. Sure, it'll be okay. But talk to mommy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. Hey, hey, you- because she asks me, do I want to talk to mommy? And I don't answer the way she wants me to, so she says it again, annoyed.
1: I do. All right. Talk to mommy. Sure, it'll be okay.
0: But talk to mommy. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, hey, hey, can you put mommy on? <laughs> 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 Wow! Wow! We we recorded that. It's awesome. Oh yay! <laughs> Diana. Okay, hang on. I forgot to put the air on. Stay right there. It is. It's getting warm in here. Hold on. K.F. It's a big day uh, for the Princess of the Forest. Actually, we celebrated it yesterday. We had had a. Uh, are you a regular cake and ice cream fan or ice cream cake? Oh my gosh, she wanted the ice cream cake. Oh man, that is really, ah, oh, absolutely spectacular. She was uh, complaining to me because uh, she just. Um, started going to this, uh, uh, gym and oh my God. Okay. She comes walking in the house and she goes, I hate gross men, gross, uh, disgusting middle-aged men. I go, what do you mean by middle age? She goes, Oh, I don't know about your age. I go, oh, well, I'll tell you what, if you call me middle age, that's actually a compliment. So thank you. What happened? She described to me that she is working out and, uh, you know, there'll there'll be a dude on a machine next to her. Like she's doing whatever machine working out at the gym and a guy my age will sit down next to my daughter. And then while he's like pumping iron, he's not, uh, he's okay. It's one thing if you're sitting there at the gym and you, you reach over to change the weight and you see there's an attractive person, you know, I'll I'll say, "Oh my god, that's an attractive person." Then I'll look away. I I like avoid gazing, uh, avoid any eye contact. I don't want to see anybody. Um because women uh sometimes are they, you know, they feel badly about that. You don't want to be a creepy asshole um looking too long or doing anything creepy in any way. So I try to I go out of my way I'm looking up at the ceiling, down at the ground, and if I my eyes happen across the paths of anybody who's in any way attractive, I, I I avoid. Okay, I I don't want anybody to feel like there's in an any way. I mean, I'm all, I already look like a fucking child molester as it is, uh, uh, without making eye contact with anybody. I don't wanna. I don't want them thinking that I that I really am. You know, I don't want to give them any ammunition. I don't want these people going back home to their uh, husbands and say, yeah, there is a, a rapist uh, staring at me. But creepy fucks at the gym are looking into her eyes. This guy, she described him as not only just looking for a little too long, but looking at her while he's pumping iron and, like, holding the gaze, looking at her like this, just looking at her, just making her feel terrible. I'm like, what? And she goes, yes. And I go, well, and this is strange, but I said, well, what? what the fuck were you wearing? First thing I said, and she goes, I'm not going to change what I wear based on, I go, no, 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 you're right. You're right. But I, I don't know. It's just the first thing that popped into my head, but I, I am worried about you. I don't, I don't want you. I mean, my God. So absolutely disgusting fucking animals. Jesus. Speaking of animals, uh, it's a pretty. Uh, okay, we have two days in a row now. Two days ago. Okay, so Sunday night into Monday morning, O'Neill took a massive dump in the sunroom. Talked about it yesterday. The NFK discovered it. There's poo poo in there. Hey, man, shit, fuck. Hey, hey, man, hey, man, there's there, 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 poo poo in. All right. So it's terrible. Today, I had enough sense to look in there before he wandered in there, before he shuffled in there before he woke up uh, sure enough o'neill did it again and i know it's o'neill because it's not eaten uh if it was daisy he'd eaten it I know it sounds terrible but that's what he does He's, i can't he must be an amazingly uh sweet dog to even want to pet him because he shits in my house and then he eats other dogs poo poo i mean that is oh that's a reason to uh Give away a dog. Uh, so I pick it up and I go, "All right, buddy, that's it. You've you've earned uh, a couple nights in the hole." That's what you can look forward to. Speaking of dogs, Jackie and Justin are getting a dog tomorrow. Jackie has been uh, scouring the online ads for people who she's encountering a lot of people who get a pet uh, during the pandemic when they're working from home and then you know now the pandemic is as big as it ever is because of all you dumbasses not getting the shot and uh it people are still going back to work and uh now they they can't care for their dogs there was an english bulldog in muskegon that somebody was getting rid of that because of that i mean it's a beautiful english bulldog that uh, uh somebody bought from one of those uh shops that gets their dogs from a puppy mill and uh they, they had to get rid of it. These people pay like $6,000 for this bulldog. Way overpriced, by the way. Uh, and then they have to get rid of it. They're just going to give it away. And uh, it turns out, though, that um, Jackie, uh, a lot of people were trying to get the dog. She did not get that one. However, however, this one lady, uh, same story, getting rid of a Frenchie. Four-year-old dog uh, named Cece and she found it in the Ann Arbor area and uh, 30 people tried to get this dog 30 and uh, they said that they don't, they didn't really want to give it to a young a young couple but Jackie and Justin were so qualified they've well Jackie's lived with dogs her whole life she's uh, cared for her friends. She, she used to work at a vet the the lady called Jackie's references One of which was the vet that she worked at. And they go, oh my God, yeah, she knows everything there is to know about caring for a dog. She'd be a great owner. So tomorrow's a big day. Cannot wait for that. Yesterday in the mail, Patriot Nick sent these along to me. I talked about it yesterday, but they arrived yesterday in my possession. And I don't know. Perhaps he's hoping that once I get the Pocky one chip challenge in my hand that I will reconsider and um commence with year two of the Pocky One Chip Challenge. Now, yesterday I talked about this, but getting the actual container in my possession. Uh, is brings one year ago back so much more vivid. I cannot believe that this is allowed to be sold. You might as well just package this up and write poison on it. How is this allowed to even be sold and that the uh, uh, whatever... I guess it would be the uh, uh, Agriculture Commission or the FDA. Yeah, I guess it would be the FDA. Food and Drug. uh, What does that stand for? Food and Drug Administration? Is that what that stands for? It's in the news a lot today. Uh, That the FDA would even allow this to be a thing that a person could purchase and consume. It is so... It, it, it actually tastes like you're eating a chemical. It doesn't even taste... I don't even know why they have it in, a, in like a tortilla chip. Uh, you could get the same type of effect by just getting the same shit that uh, the fucking morons sprayed when they were trying to overthrow the government and take it and shoot it in your mouth. That's how bad this is. One second after I put this devilish thing in my mouth... I knew I was in trouble. I knew that this was a different level than anything else that I had consumed before. You've ever had, like, uh, really hot wings, you know, and you actually, uh, your head starts to uh, sweat a little. And you're like, whoa boy, that's, that's hot. But, but you're, you know, you're a little bit, uh, I don't know, annoyed or uncomfortable. This is actually, I'm concerned about my health the second that you put the fucker in your mouth. And and crazy fucking Nick sends me two of these. Now, I don't know what I'm going to do with these right now. I have no clue. But I know the one thing that I am that is going that is not going to happen is that it's going to wind up in my stomach. It says "You're next" on the end of the package. That's legit. Almost like you're about to die. The fact that it's shaped like a coffin with a skull on it. Uh, it says, inside, one extremely hot tortilla chip. I, I think that's understating what's in- inside of here. Uh, uh, now, Nick is cut from a different cloth. He um I think he ended up puking, but I'm not positive on that. It- it's all kind of blurry to me. When Ben, myself, and Lurch were in here doing the Pocky One Chip Challenge a year ago, uh, Nick was all the way in Maine, and he did it, too. And I talked about this yesterday. He didn't drink any uh, half and half, which for a very brief amount of time will deaden the pain. And then it comes right back. And I think he might have vomited. This chip will destroy you, it says. Absolutely. Now, listen to this warning. Now, I think that the people who get this think that the warning is tongue-in-cheek. Do not eat if you are sensitive to spicy foods. It should say, do not eat if you're sensitive to poison, because that's what this is. Uh, Allergic to peppers, nightshades, I don't know what that is, or capsaicin, I think that's the uh, active ingredient in anything hot, capsaicin, or are pregnant or have any medical conditions. Keep out of reach of children. After touching the chip, wash your hands with soap and do not touch your eyes or other sensitive areas like your like your penis if you were to eat this and touch your penis or uh or or diddle your vagina you're in trouble seek medical assistance should you experience difficulty breathing fainting or extended nausea and i absolutely did i was if i hadn't if i had read that or maybe this is a new level to the warning i don't know but um the probably uh I remember I ate it, and then about 20 minutes later, I talked about this yesterday, I know, but it was really profound how badly the uh, my stomach started to hurt. I mean, it was, like, sudden and sharp. And I'm like, oh, no! Oh, my God! And then uh, I my mouth started to water, and then I'm throwing up. Like, not just, like, just a little, like, a... Full on, uh, almost seizure-like level of vomit, and then my system settled down. And then it said, "All right, we got to do it again, two or three times." This is the absolute worst. I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. No, no, maybe I would. That wait a minute, hold on, let me back up. I would only wish this on the person that I ran into at Meijer yesterday. That's the only person that I would wish this on. So what are we going to do with these? Uh, If you can come up with something, I'm all ears. I'd love to hear your suggestions, and you can go ahead. You can call me a pussy. You can say whatever you want about me, but this is not healthy. The Pocky One Chip Challenge is everything that is wrong. Ugh. Uh, Kelly talked about how my ass would hurt the next day too. If I remember correctly, uh, it didn't. It th- there was no problem whatsoever. I, I I don't recall that. I was expecting that too. Uh, Brian Callahan, good to see you that you're back. If a kid eats it, that is natural selection at work, he says. Andrea says, "How about a drawing?" You and Ben eat it and see who can hold out longer before drinking milk. I think that's kind of how we tried it a little bit uh, a year ago. Adam says, I heard that the chemical taste is gone. Was uh, It was from charcoal or something. Yeah, I, I don't care. Do a drawing and someone new can do the challenge. I know my Jason would get in on that. Well, I'll tell you what. If you reach out to me. Eric at Eric dot com. I'll just give it to you. If there's more than two of you, I'll have a drawing, but, uh, Ben's not doing it. I'll make that decision for him. I'm not doing it. Uh, that was very sweet of you, Nick to, uh, to spend your hard earned money. Uh, but, uh, buddy, uh, buddy, Josh says Ben's in. How do you know Ben? Oh, Ben says he'll do it. Look at—he's right here. Ben says I'll do it with you. Ben, what the fuck is wrong with you? What? No. Well, all right. You're more than welcome, but and if you want to find somebody to do it, but I'm—I am not doing that. Josh says this is why Ben is better. I guess so. Well, can, uh, declaring victory to be sure. Adam says, I imagine it would have burnt on the way down had it stayed down. No, it did stay down. It stayed down for 20 minutes. Okay. But it was then it was like uh, the lining of my stomach was just trying to negotiate it. And then finally it gave up and said, all right, let's get it out of here. And then the pain started. No, I, I don't care how much money you offered me and I am okay. No, I take that back. If you offered me, I would not do it for $1,000. I would not do it for $1,000. I would do it for $10,000. Mike Lees, good to see that you're back, says Ben will do it for $1,000 total donations to a charity of his choice, maybe. No, bullshit. Give Ben the money. Ben is the charity. All right. Pocky one chip challenge ridiculous so glad that you are all here as you know this is a daily show where i discuss news nonsense and my personal adventures and boy what a personal adventure i had yesterday at meyer oh god fucking terrible uh the show is streamed on facebook brought to you by irvine's auto repair grand rapids hybrid and ev like it share it twitter a uh Periscope video brought to you by Blue Frost IT, retweeted with a snarky comment. The Almighty YouTube brought to you by my Policy Shop Insurance Search Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel, bell notification, thumbs up. And of course, the audio of this podcast after I get done with this is available for download wherever you download podcasts or at my website, EricZaneshow.com. Patreon, Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I'll be on there right after the show today, doing smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. It is Dale and Saul. Hey, Eric! Saul taking on Dale. And the open in the live stream, brought to you this time around by Prince Arming. If you've always wanted to uh, get your concealed pistol license, your next chance comes up. A two-day class, four hours a pop, starts uh, Thursday evening at 5.30, September 23rd. So you got a little time to plan. The class costs $125. You'll be in the uh, lovely community of Allendale Charter Township. Uh, Details as to where it is uh, after you sign up. But uh, if you live in and around there, this is what you do. Retired U.S. Army Major Steve Prince teaches the class, longtime friend of the show. Uh, so Thursday, September 23rd, and then, uh, Saturday, September 25th in the morning, you finish it up, you get your certificate and off you go to apply for your pistol license at whatever County you live in, uh, the class again, 125 bucks, get more information at princearming.com or you can call up Steve himself. uh, That's 616-204-1705. The Mario Flores Lakeshore Team of Van Dyke Mortgage says, if you are in the market for a mortgage, please consider them when you're shopping around for the right people that are going to offer you the mortgage or work for you on your behalf. Now, if your credit score is through the roof and awesome, this is a simple process. If your credit score is in the dumper, uh, it's a process. Okay, and uh, not every mortgage person is up to the task for that process. So if you're the type of person with a excellent credit score or one that uh, maybe you're dealing with bankruptcy, divorce, bad credit, no credit, that type of thing. um, uh, Mario really wants to work for you because he knows that after you uh, get that mortgage, you're probably going to refi uh, over time. And he wants to be that guy for you. He's going to work extra hard to make sure that you are in great, great shape to get a mortgage call mario today 231-332-6505 for the mario florence lakeshore team of van dyke mortgage offering mortgages in every state no matter where you are with the exception of south carolina maine hawaii and alaska thank you mario while we're at it something else that's really really important is insurance now uh last year at this time well at about november um i called upon frank fuss and i go hey man what do you do? He goes, well, I'm an insurance broker. yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I, I usually go ahead and just buy my insurance from the marketplace. He goes, yeah, but, uh, you're probably doing it screwed up and, uh, I can get you a better policy and, uh, save you money. And, um, you don't have to do a thing for that. And I do all the work and, and I go, well, how much does it cost me? He goes, nothing. Doesn't cost you anything. Doesn't cost you a dime. I go, how does that work? He goes, insurance companies pay me. That's what I do. I go, what type of animal, uh, gets pumped up about insurance. He goes, I do. That's what I love to do. So I have been spreading the word, the gospel, according to fuss. Uh, Frank is at MyPolicyshop.com, and there is a website that he has set up through that site, and he's titled it BuyInsuranceHere.com. Do you hear my voice crack? BuyInsuranceHere.com. So whether you buy it from the marketplace, you know, Obamacare, Whether you are getting it from your employer, he can help you make the right choice. You know, every year they go, it's open enrollment time. And you're like, ah, fuck, shit, what do I do? He can help you navigate all that stuff. It's a free service for you. Okay? This is one of the best kept secrets ever. Man, had I known all these years that an agent could help me with all of my insurance choices, I would have done this, you know, decades ago. Frank Foss, 616-914-4070. If you must talk to him, you can call him. 616-914-4070. Hey, I heard about John on Show. But just go to uh, buyinsurancehere.com. Buyinsurancehere.com. Fill out the form. He sees it. He calls you. You guys have sex. It's amazing. You're not going to have sex. Oh, don't forget. If you or someone you love is getting ready to turn 65 years old, It's Medicare time. And don't think for a second that you're going to figure all that shit out on your own. It ain't easy. And by the way, uh, Medicare doesn't cover everything. So if you're like, oh, fuck, man, what do I do? Well, what you do is you get a supplemental insurance policy. Frank's going to do that too, okay? I'm telling you, this guy is awesome. So let the insurance nerd, Frank the Tank Fuss, take care of everything. Buyinsurancehere.com. All right, let's get into the former show host that I ran into at Meyer. I see that there's a handful of people who are like, hey, yeah, I got to hear about this. This is a a reason to tune in. The show ain't worth a shit otherwise, but uh, by God, I got to find out what's going on here. Now, I've been expecting this to happen at some point in time. a lot of speculation as to who it is. I'll keep you waiting just a little bit longer. Now, all I wrote was, it was a whole new level of awkward, and it was, as I ran into one of my old radio partners today, find out who it was and what happened on today's show. And the reason why I posted that, that's a tease. And I did that because I'm fucking great, okay? And uh, I wanted you more of you to enjoy this story, so I'd do it that way the way it goes then it leads to the speculation within seconds somebody has taken that and uh posted it on the free beer and hot wing show uh subreddit which has thousands of people now my subreddit sucks no one's on it no one gives a shit theirs is very active with tons of people so somebody posted uh That I wrote that and put the link to that, that I had ran into one of my former uh, show hosts. Now, they uh, wrote the headline, Zane ran into one of the boys today. Okay. Uh, Now, I'd never said that. All I said was, as I read it to you, was whole new levels of awkwardness. I ran into one of my old radio partners today. Somebody this is a perfect example of the telephone game. This person wrote Zane ran into one of the boys today. First comment. I'm genuinely interested in the people who think this is a rivalry. Now, nobody said in I mean, I don't know why this person went down that road, but whatever. Uh I don't I didn't nobody did. Nobody said anything. So then he uh he takes the time to explain about my firing which no, nah, that's completely uh, irrelevant to the story but whatever he wrote uh, he was warned disregarded said warning and got canned and i so i don't know why this guy's going back in time uh, with the history uh, i was bummed he's funny and a talented personality well thank you but i have no sympathy okay not looking for any his new show is great thank you however new it is at this point Nothing against original post, but like this isn't a thing. Never bumped into an old coworker? No, this is a thing. Trust me. Uh, original poster says you're probably right. Bumping into an old coworker isn't the biggest deal, although with the dynamics here, this is more like bumping into an old ex from a weird relationship. Correct, correct. But we'll see how Zane tells it. He's very good at making a story from even routine interactions. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, next guy says, that's a fair point. I'll be interested if he makes it all bigger than Reddit has already done. Probably not. Uh, my money's on Steve, possibly at the Jenison Meyer. This person wrote, nobody cares. Drop. All right. This guy who's always been a cock says, I see still relying on them for content. Hold up. Hold on. Believe me. I'm not relying on them for content. No. There's. If you. Wait a minute. Are you suggesting that I would uh, at any one point take what they're doing and equate it to what the fuck I do here? Yeah, because that's the same. Six person show, one man monologue, microphone camera. That's the same fucking thing. Sure. I could see that. I mean, what the fuck am I going to do? Go around the room and talk to me? Hey, I'm Eric, and I've got four dogs. I'm Eric, and I've got two cats. I'm Eric, and my wife just got a new job. The fuck are you talking about, you stupid asshole? All right, this made the rounds on Facebook, too. Joe Moran says, I hope it was a side hug and not a front hug. There was no hug. Uh, some people got kind of mean on the Facebook post. Uh, Joel wrote, just let us know if they are not divorced and we can figure out the rest. That's kind of a low blow. Uh, Jeremy says, I haven't listened to the old show in years. Who got divorced? So this person didn't know. So he didn't realize that there were some personal issues. Uh, everyone other than steve and then joel said things are going well uh, well you know probably a good idea to avoid those types of things i mean leave the divorces alone i mean that's that's not exactly uh comedy fodder i would guess uh uh tony says joel uh, uh, or he says wasn't joe married for like a month or something and then uh, Ben said, Hot Wings, and Joe are all divorced, and uh, Jeremy said, "Damn, I guess it doesn't surprise me though Hodwings kind of surprises me. Well they all surprise me." And then Joseph says, "I think Joe beat up his wife or something. No, that's not true at all. Joe never beat up anybody. What the hell is wrong with you? As far as I know. Uh, then they just kind of go into that. That's kind of its own thread. Melissa says, I saw Hot Wings today at the Lowell Meyer. My husband said, hey, that's Hot Wings. I replied, meh, who cares? All right. Linda says, I hope it was Julius. I don't even know if Julius is still alive. That tells you it wasn't him. Excuse me. Was it Joe Volk? Not many remember your stint as the poor boy. Christopher, you need to know that I had Joe Volk on this podcast one month ago. It was awesome. Uh. Nick's a stint. I'm pretty sure he was the OG. He was, man. Steve says, or uh, Terry says, it was Steve at Meyer. Bet. Trevor says, I'm hoping it's Greg, but it's probably just going to be Steve, seeing as Steve does does not live that far from Eric. Uh, I I guess I think that's true. I I guess I don't know that. That pro- uh, they probably just bumped into each other at some store that is in the vicinity of both of them. Logan says, I hope it was Kyle. Aram says, did you laugh, talk, your conversation? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Stu says, don't. I'm in the produce section. And I'll never forget this for as long as I live. Because I rem- I'm usually uh, always worried about bumping into people. I'm just kind of like, people are kind of oblivious to each other at the store, you know. Like, usually at the end of the aisle, they just shoot right out of the aisle. They're, they won't even look. They they don't treat it at all like it's driving. So I'm always kind of like looking out for people, and then I'm looking down and I see this cute kid. I mean, this little blonde-haired kid, and I I thought the first thing I thought was I thought man that's a cute looking kid, and uh, he's got a smile, and uh, uh, I I uh, I right behind is uh, is. Um, a supervisor and I don't not not the store supervisor but whoever is supervising him and I remember thinking wow that's his grandpa because I couldn't believe how old this fucker looked but uh well there he was ladies and gentlemen eye to eye I look up and I see a really uh fat gut and a round face and no fucking hair and I I suddenly want to beat the fuck out of Kyle. I'm looking right in his fucking face. And it's it's this long. It goes like this. And then we look away, both of us. We both look like we saw a fucking ghost. Uh well, I look like I saw Okay. When he saw me, he probably thought, wow, it looks like he saw a ghost. Uh, When I looked at his face, to me, it was like I was looking into the face of a guy who was convicted of putting his dick in his neighbor's asshole. Uh, uh, All uh, hypothetically, of course. But uh, holy shit, that's the type of face I saw. He had this look like, uh, and was like, I haven't seen that face. I have not seen that face until... Since um, April of 2016, when I was sitting there in the studio and then I got a very strange cryptic uh, message on Facebook from Andrew Cloud Kicker. Remember that name? And I walked into the room and I go, dude, what is this? And that's the face I saw. Wide eyed. And that was the look of a man whose face... That was the look of a face that was like, Oh, shit. What is this? And then I I go, yeah. So, and I'm explaining the intricacies of the message that I got. And as I'm saying the name of the person who tipped me off to all of this, I started the first syllable of the name Andrew... And he goes, Andrew Cloud kicker. So he fucking knew, and I'm like, "Yeah, how did you know?" And so I'm confused as fuck. Okay, now let me just jump to the fact that this went this is the weirdest thing in my life. Okay, so this is after six shows. What a way to start the tenure on 107.3 WBBL with a shit storm like you wouldn't believe oh my god and there have been many people who said to me oh yeah zane now, i'm not obviously not getting uh uh in, in, in explicit about this there's no need to i don't need to tell you anything just know that that was the end of the line and there have been people that have cornered me and said oh yeah you're making all this shit up said, oh, wait dude you you realize I handpicked him to be on the show with me. I loved that guy. That dude crushed it, in my opinion. I loved having him as a partner. And the reason why is this. He was never afraid to jump in and talk. Never. Now, uh, in hindsight, I don't think that would have worked. I thought he was a little bit too aggressive, and he still is to this day. He He talks a little bit too much about nothing, and isn't all that funny, but at the time I thought it was awesome. So if any of you think for a second that, uh, I was anything but disappointed and well, I was shocked, but, uh, I I wanted nothing more than to have that guy with me by my side, make no mistake. So I don't want to hear any shit about, Oh yeah. You know, he's making shit up or this, that, or the other thing. Fuck you. That was a desperate time. That was horrible. Here I am six days in and starting to uh, uh, pick myself, dust myself off after being on the beach for 60 days, trying to restart my career. And I got to deal with this shit. Fuck you. Oh my God. So that was it. No more. You're out. I'll let you fill in the blanks. Fuck that. I'm not saying another thing about it, but it was bad. So, when I saw him yesterday, uh, I have uh, fantasized about this moment. And this is how human nature is. I've fantasized about this moment. And I've, uh, the old Eric Saint prophecy came true again. Uh, I fantasized about this, exa- this exact thing happening. Why I run into him at that store. Meyer and Jenison. And in my fantasy, I smash into his cart and get in his fucking face and tell him to go fuck himself. But what really happens is I look at him in the face for that long, and we turn and walk away. Now, truth be told, thank God I didn't do that. I mean, he's got a very sweet little boy there. Uh, I, that would have been the worst thing in the world, and, and I don't think I would have done that if, uh, if the little boy was there, or if he wasn't there, if it was just him. But, man, I'm telling you, if we looked a little too long, we probably would have gone toe to toe and that would have been a pretty good fight. He outweighs me by about 75 pounds for fuck's sake, Kyle. Let me just tell you this. You got a little boy. It's about time. You, you know, went for a walk. You fat fuck. Holy shit. What happened to your body? You know, forget the fact that your hair is gone. You can still be attractive. If you uh, exercise once in a while, Holy shit, I think Kenny could beat you in a race. You look like shit. So would you please concentrate maybe for the, uh, uh, for the, fact, the fact that you've got a, a lovely wife and a child now. You better start taking care of yourself. This is me offering you advice despite the fact that I want to stomp on your fucking throat. So uh, fuck you, Kyle, and it was so good seeing you. I feel like kind of a pussy that I didn't say that to his face, but I am saying it now, so go fuck yourself. So there you go. That's my story about who I ran into. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope it was as fun for you as it was for me. That's how it went. Kenny says, I'd race him. Set it up. Brian says, someone married that creature. Aram says, poor Kenny, catching shrapnel. I'm I'm kind of looking at the comments. Uh, here, Trevor says, "I thought the tease was going to be a bust, but this is good." No, I I knew you, I knew that this story would would hold water. I I there there's I cannot stand that fucker. Now I don't understand this. Uh, ben says, uh, "Were there any boys in the produce aisle?" Um, wow. I, I don't know, man. I don't know if there, if there were, I'm not, I'm not sure what you're talking about. I did hear shortly after, uh, I think some of the employees might've noticed he was there because I heard there's a code red in the store and, and something like that. That was weird. Uh, Josh says, Oh, harsh, was the store not near a school? I don't know what the fuck that means. That is, that's weird. You guys are really trying to uh, penetrate with jokes here, and I, I don't, I mean, I'm not really bending over and, and taking those jokes up the ass. That's all very, very strange. Hmm. God. So there you go. Was he looking at the baby carrots and licking his lips? <laughs> what are you doing? I don't get all this. Do you guys know something that I don't know? Hmm. All right. So I, I, I think you guys are confusing stories for something like that. <clears throat> come on uh eric look at terry's comment on facebook kenny says why don't you just tell me i see terry wrote steve at meyer bet so yeah i don't i don't i I can't really track it down buddy it'd probably be better if you just did the old copy and paste for your old pal eric dean says was he looking at matty at the gym no we already covered this he is not working out you know guys i i think uh i think that you guys are really uh really really strange with all these comments i mean leave the guy alone i mean it's not like he's publicly doing a podcast with a member of a syndicated radio show who has no idea about any weirdness. I mean, come on, guys. All right, we're moving on. You guys are making this way too weird for me. Leslie adds, side note, I really like your Brian Belgraff sticker. There you go. That's my boy right there. God rest the eternal soul of one of the biggest, most staunch supporters of youth hockey. Uh, Adam says, how can Steve not know? Not know about what? What are you talking about? Not know That is weird what are all these jokes about different types of uh, uh, of of plant uh, nah he must have been looking at the plant plantains 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 is that like a banana I love when Eric gets salty so snarky I'm not snarky what are you talking about so there you go fuckers that's my interaction and I, I say that with spite because I know some of you people that are listening hate my guts. So fuck you, fuck off, and enjoy the rest of the show, dicks. All right. Come on back anytime. The FDA has approved the COVID shot. The Pfizer COVID shot. This is amazing news because what it does is it takes. Uh, well, some of you are too far gone, okay. Some of you may have been on the uh, on the fence. This article that I was looking at from the New York Times says three in ten Americans who wouldn't take it would consider taking it if the FDA approved the vaccine well there you go it's been approved again some of you are too far gone like boring dean uh uh, red state dirk who red state dirk uh and dean have, have thrown that at me yeah it's not even approved it's for emergency use only you stupid fuck i'm not gonna put that in my body it's not even approved by the fda well what are you gonna do now are you going to, like, uh, just not mention that again? I mean, are you going to come up with a different excuse or something like that? as to And, re- and look, I get mad at you because I love you. I don't want you to die a painful death. I watch my mother die from this. All of you jackasses who sit there and say, I'm not going to get it. Get, you realize you have really, really helped yourself when you get this approved vaccine. Okay, you have put yourself in a great position to have little or no complications uh, when and if you, in fact, are infected. And the way this thing changes, the way it mutates, the way it's so easily mutated to become the Delta variant, which now slides right past the vaccine, okay? Remember that 90-some percent effective? That's gone. We're looking more like 70 or less percent effective on that vaccine. However, you're going to get a, uh, 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 a lot less sick because of it. You're going to live. And that's all I want. I don't want you to die. So would you fucking get the vaccine, the approved vaccine? Do like Kim Lazara, who supports the vaccine and masks and, and, and do all that you're supposed to do. I know this is so boxy, but I, I, I feel it's important. Okay. I'm going to be so pissed at you. If you're a fan of the show and your stubbornness has caused you to get deathly ill or worse, you know, because I'm not going to cry. I'm going to be so angry at you. And God forbid if I show up at your funeral, because this is how it's going to be. I'm going to walk up to your loved ones and say, ah, my God, I'm so sorry that Dean's gone. He was such a dumb fuck. (laughs) I love him. He helped me so much. He supported the show. He always said nice things about me. We got in good fights. He made fun of me. I made fun of him. We love each other so much. But he was such a dumb fuck. What a dumb shit. <laughs> That's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to go up to the casket. and I'm going to flip that fucking square head right out of the box. Hey, there you go, Minecraft head. Enjoy that, idiot, dumbass. In my mind, uh, I want the military kicking indoors now and just right it right in there. Jab it right into Dean right now. Fuck all this shit. I'm tired of waiting around for you dumb bastards to get this thing in your body. We need military intervention, giving you the shot, and both at the same time, clear right there. None of this uh, wait a few weeks just put it right into your dick tip and that's the end of it and now they're mandating now because it's fda approved now we're getting now it's getting good because now the military is like well it's approved so uh all all the military has to get it you don't have a choice i don't want to get it too bad now we're talking now employers can say sorry uh you're getting it this is all amazing news i'm so happy about this the defense secretary is ordering the country's 1.4 million active duty members to be vaccinated. You don't do it. You're going to get like a dishonorable discharge. Get out. They'll probably uh, charge you with desertion. I hope so. The federal approval could also have implications for state bans on vaccine mandates. Oh, I'm so happy. Full federal approval. For Pfizer, for those 16 and older, that opens the way for institutions like the military, corporate employers, hospitals, school districts to an sorry, get the vaccine or you're out your choice. You can do whatever you want. Get it or you're fired. Within hours of the announcement, the Pentagon, CVS, the State University of New York system and the New York City school system, among others, announced that they would enforce mandates that they had prepared to carry out but had made contingent on the FDA's action. This is a great day. This is a turning point in the pandemic. It needs to go further, though. We need to have uh, door-to-door raids in order to make this more of a thing. I endorse door-to-door raids from this day forward. So there you go. Vaccine mandates for college students were also gathering pace after the FDA's decision. Uh, The University of Minnesota system with five campuses and 60,000 students said on Monday uh, that the coronavirus vaccine would be added to the university's list of mandatory immunizations for students. I don't okay. This is like measles, mumps, rubella. At this point, if you are a student or a kid, and your parents get you vaccinated, uh, uh, your your parents don't mind measles, mumps, rubella, whooping cough, pertussis, any of that shit. You have to get that. This is now the exact same type uh, of uh, it can be uh, equated the same way. Well, what the fuck is keeping you from doing this? By the way, blame Kyle for all of this aggressive talk by your old pal Eric. It's all his fault. Joe Morin, uh, one of the dumbest people on the planet, uh, gives me the middle finger. What the fuck is wrong with you? What a dumb shit. My God. Well, uh, I hope your employer mandates it. I hope your employer, well, if you, I don't even know if you have a job. What do you do for a living besides run all day? Uh, Shelly, who's uh, dumb as shit too, apparently says, screw you, Eric. Uh, Shelly, that is bullshit. You know, I love you very much. And again, I don't want, okay, this is what I'm going to do. If I'm at your funeral, Shelly, I'm going to uh, somehow get my hands on a hand grenade I'm going to go walking up to your casket. I'm going to throw it in. I'm going to slam the door and run. Okay? I don't want to be at your funeral, Shelly. So go get your vaccine, dum-dum. I am so happy that this happened. What a day. What a day. More days like that, hopefully, before this is done. Dirk, who had in his uh, quiver of responses to my uh, merciless attacks on him has constantly said, it's not even FDA approved. Now, uh, after approval, he is, uh, he's going a different route. Mumps went through four years of trials before being released to the public. It was the fastest vaccine to be approved. You so don't know what the fuck you're talking about. My God, Uh, go talk to the FDA. Maybe they'll make you feel better. The vaccine is totally safe. Go get it, you dumbass. He says, read your text messages. I don't know if I want to. I'm not even going to go there. All I know is that the FDA has approved the vaccine. Go get it and shut up. All right. What a day. I would love you to contribute to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Truth be told, I need you. If you come across a story that you think I would like to talk about, send it along. Eric at ericszaneshow.com. Unless you're butthurt by my rant today. If that's the case, that's your fucking problem. All right. Full House Comedy, also known as Back Alley Comedy Club, full house comedy tonight in Howard city, Michigan at Howard city lanes. How incredible is it that at that small little place. People are going to be walking in dropping $25, getting the amazing food and standing there and watching two champions of last comic standing at Howard city lanes. We're talking capacity. I don't know. 40 people. This is going to be awesome. The stage is right next to one of those ATMs that says identity theft here. Okay? John Heffron, John Reap, tonight in Howard City. Get a ticket. Go see it. If not tonight, tomorrow. Spectrum Lanes, Wyoming. Same show. If not then, uh, Thursday, Park Theater, Holland. If not then, Friday, August 27th, Rockford Lanes can't make that one saturday back alley comedy club in muskegon michigan part of sherman sherman bowling center that's the big room john heffron john reap 25 bucks a pop for any one of those shows go see them because you're putting uh big dick donnie veltman back on the map okay he's had a lot of shit thrown at him during the pandemic including funny business yanking the rug out from under him uh, the pandemic shut him down, and he's trying to claw his way back at it. So go see a comedy show. Thank you. All right. While I'm at it, a uh, quick mention for my pals over at Dumpster Divers. We'll be uh, uh, talking to Kyle. Not Kyle, but Kyle from Dumpster Divers coming up on Thursday for his weekly segment of shit he likes to bitch about. If you need a dumpster and you are in West Michigan, uh, the place to, uh, uh, people to call is Dumpster Divers. Okay. They, uh, it's a little bit different there. Um, first of all, their dumpsters are different. Typically a dumpster is, uh, I don't know, four feet high. And then it goes along the length of your driveway and takes up a lot of room, not theirs. You can get the same amount of stuff in their dumpsters, but they're much shorter and the walls are much higher. Okay. So it's almost like the size of like, uh, but not the length. It's almost like the height of one of those shipping containers you see on a ship. But, um, you can uh, open up a door on the end of it and then you can actually walk into it you put all your shit in there you close the door they come get it now they price it differently any other dumpster company is going to put you at a higher weight limit that you cannot achieve by filling up their dumpster so you're paying for space you don't need dumpster divers doesn't do that you'll save money Uh, call or text them if you want to get in on it 616-375-9962 licensed and insured they have all the proper licensing to give you peace of mind 616-375-9962 Kyle and not Black Emilio will help you they are the owners of this startup dumpster divers online at dumpsterdiversllc.com uh, one more god bless gift of life michigan this great organization asked me to be their media ambassador to talk about organ donation. Obviously, I have a little bit of background in this, so I am uh, now. And they don't—they—they are, they aren't even talking about living donation here. They're talking about um, if you have a uh, well scenario uh, where either end of life or an untimely passing—God forbid. You can't take it with you. So make sure you've got your T's crossed and your I's dotted when it comes to your organs being donated. Okay? And I, I don't want there. there's no reason why everybody listening should not do this. Okay? Uh, either on your license, there's a little thing, fill it out so that when your head's off at the railroad tracks, uh, they, they pull out your wall. They go, oh, yeah, hurry up. Let's get his heart out of him. He's going to go save somebody's life. That's, that's an amazing thing. It's a horrible thing to think about, but it does happen. Get this headless man to the dock so they can get his organs. It's all weird. Uh, your organs can save the lives of eight people. Your tissue and your cornea can improve the lives of 75. Uh, if you don't have it on your license in the great state of Michigan, go to EricZaneShow.com. click on the Gift of Life logo. It'll take you right to their site. You fill out the form, and then you're in. You're in the system. Okay. Thank you, giftoflifemichigan.com. I'll be doing a live stream from the John Ball Zoo this weekend with Gift of Life Michigan in a fundraiser. I'll give you more details on that, how you can see me doing my uh, uh, charity Eric, my AT Eric, talking to people trying to raise money for Gift of Life Michigan at the zoo. Thank you to them for having me emcee that event. All right. Wow. Trouble at Cedar Point. Ugh. This is, uh, this is rough. Stand by. I need water. The ride is called uh, Top Thrill Dragster. Uh, I've been on the equivalent of this ride. Not actually that ride in Sandusky, Ohio. But an uh, exact same ride at a place called Hershey Park. And it's a trip, man. Uh, you're, you're there in the car, and then it just takes off like a bat out of hell. You know, I mean, really, really. Uh, a lot of G-force on you as you take off like a dragster. It goes up this hill, and then, and then I think it uh, does a loop around and comes back or some shit. Really, really incredible. Very short ride, but man... What a trip. I love it. You know, Cedar Point, I don't know if it's every year, but there's always, you know, if you you were to do a uh, list of, uh, let me just look it up, Cedar Point fatalities. And the person in this story is not dead, but is in bad shape. Okay, there's a lot. Uh, May 24th, 1984, the mine ride, which I don't even know they st- if they still have that thing. That was like a really old coaster. Uh, five-year-old boy suffered a fractured skull and bruises when he fell from the train's front seat. He fell 30 feet. The ride had a 48-inch height restriction when it opened in 1969. But was, this was relaxed due to 48, to 48 inches uh, or accompanied by a parent. So the boy may have been too small to ride. They reinstated the original 48-inch height restriction and added thicker lap bars after the incident. How many million do you think that one cost? Uh, same ride. 1988. Empty train. An empty train was released from the station and collided with a train full of passengers on the coaster's second lift hill. Twelve people filed lawsuits against the park, eight of them passengers and four of them parents. 1991, one of the plaintiffs was awarded $35,000. That's it? My God. The victim suffered nerve, knee, and back injuries. Uh, injuries on the corkscrew, a ride called disaster transport, man. I would hate to be on a ride. Well, of course, fuck. They called it disaster transport. Uh, all right. Various uh, injuries on gatekeeper, Gemini Magnum XL 200. I don't see any of these resulting in death. I could have sworn we've had fatalities. Over the years, there have been many injuries. So, you know, it's kind of like you're winning a terrible lottery. Let's add Rachel Hawes to the list. However, Rachel not on a ride. Now, this is all very, very serious. 44-year-old lady was in line for Top Thrill Dragster. She is in critical condition as of this point. Not out of the woods. This happened on August 15th. The ride is, is, uh, is doing its thing. She's in line waiting for her turn. And a fucking metal bracket shaped like an L, they said about the size of one's hand, that was actually attached, supposed to be attached to the train that's moving at 14 million miles an hour, comes flying off, and it fucking struck her while she's waiting in line for the ride. My God. This story does not indicate what part of her body that the bracket hit. Ugh. But she's been in critical condition for this long. Investigators from the Ohio Department of Agriculture say 44-year-old Rachel Hawes was waiting in line when this all happened, rushed to the hospital. We are devastated by last week's accident at Cedar Point, the Hawes family said in a statement. We want to thank everyone for their thoughts and prayers during this time. Rachel is fighting for her life. We asked for privacy in this difficult time. Officials say the L-shaped piece of metal was, uh, I already said that, I already knew it. Uh, Cedar Point said ride operators are not sure what caused the metal to dislodge from the tail end of the train on the ride It's remaining closed for the rest of the season. My God. Officials said the last Ohio Department of Agriculture inspection on Top Thrill Dragster was in May, but all rides go through a daily inspection at the park. So who knows how the fuck this happened? We are terribly sorry for the woman and her family who endured this tragic event, said uh, the guy, David Mirin, chief of amusement ride safety. He should change that statement where it says we are terribly sorry for the woman and her family who endured this tragic event. It should say, and we are fully expecting to pay millions of dollars going forward. Please this is what you do if you're Cedar Point. You got to get out in front of this. Okay? You got to say we are fully prepared to be sued and will pay her, her family, and anyone who was in line and witnessed this tragic event with because that's good in my opinion. If I'm standing next to the woman and then all of a sudden uh she looks like a cyborg because there's a piece of metal sticking out of her face. I, you better damn well believe that I'm traumatized. And you better damn well believe that I'm suing for millions of dollars. Okay? Uh, so, yes. Uh, Cedar Point, get out in front. We're going to pay millions to her and her family. We hope she recovers. And uh, just name the whole park after and, and, and then give millions to all those people that saw that horrible, horrible incident. Jesus. Oh, my God. God, how do you pick up the pieces if you're running that place? Holy shit. Real trouble there. <sighs> okay. Now, uh, talking about a story like that where something, a uh, freak accident, can kill you or hurt you. I bet you never thought that a hot dog could do the same. And this, I just saw this story, and I said, I, I have to talk about this. Because a bunch of big-brain people have figured out, this is unbelievable, um, how, what happens to you when you eat certain foods. And they have somehow, I don't know how, maybe it says it in here, have been able to quantify that if you eat particular foods, The amount of life you can take, you can can actually take minutes off of your life if you eat certain foods and actually put, I guess, minutes on. You can add life by eating certain foods. Researchers have released a nutritional index aiming to inform guidelines and help Americans achieve healthier and more environmentally, uh, environmentally stable diets. They're ranking foods by minutes gained or lost of healthy life per serving with processed meats and sugary drinks among the biggest offenders. Now, they should put asterisk. This does not apply to the NFK because everything I'm about to talk about here is what he eats every day and if you were to add up all the minutes from breakfast, lunch, and dinner for the NFK, seven days a week, 365 days a year, he would have been dead at age two, okay? But uh, I've talked to you about how his cholesterol is amazing. He's healthy as a horse, and it's further proof that he may be an alien. Let me just tell you that right now. That's Everything on this list is what he eats. Findings include over 5,000 foods in the U.S. diet classified by health burden and environmental impacts. Uh, we use the results to inform marginal dietary substitutions which are re- realistic and feasible. We find that small targeted food level substitutions can achieve compelling nutritional benefits and environmental impact reductions. All right. That's a lot. Just get to it. Fucking A. The food studied range from 74 minutes lost by eating something or 80 minutes gain per serving. Sugary drinks, hot dogs, burgers, and breakfast sandwiches. And I'm not kidding you. That is, those are all daily things here at the household. We have a freezer full of these Jimmy Dean sausage, egg, egg and cheese deals. I've talked to you about that. And he, like, dresses them up, loads them with more salt, more mayonnaise, extra cheese. He, like, makes it, uh, like, twice as bad. Whereas uh, uh, that equates to minutes of healthy life lost. Whereas fruits, non-starchy, and mixed vegetables, ready-to-eat cereals, and cooked grains were associated with the largest gain. So, wait a minute, ready-to-eat cereals? That can't possibly be, like, you know, frosted flakes, right? I mean, I can see cooked grains and mixed vegetables and and fruits uh, consuming one eighty-five gram serving of chicken wings, which, I mean, I don't even know what that equates to i mean how many chicken wings is that five chicken wings how many chicken wings is 85 grams give me a fucking number well anyway uh that translated to 3.3 minutes of life lost owing to sodium and harmful trans fatty acids if you eat a beef hot dog and a bun on a bun you have taken off 36 minutes of your life this is, these are researchers saying this. It's not just some guy throwing numbers at it. They have somehow quantified that if you eat a hot dog, you're taking 36 minutes off your life. Now, you can get that back if you, if you eat something that's uh, good for you. But the NFK does not. 36 minutes lost largely due, the detriment, due to the detrimental effect of processed meat, study authors wrote it's peanut butter jelly time. If you eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you will see an increase in 33 minutes. That's a little shocking to me because, well, first of all, I don't think there's just like when we had Kyle on the show last week, Kyle from dumpster divers, not Kyle, uh, He loves the PB&J, and so do I, and that means I'm helping myself. I love that. Foods like salted peanuts, baked salmon, and rice also associated with gains between 10 and 15 minutes. Are you telling me a PB&J gives you a larger increase in life minutes than salmon? Researchers from the University of Michigan School of Public Health, Department of Environmental Health Sciences, published these findings in the nature journal detailing their newly developed health nutritional index you see what happens here folks is they study scientists do work and they conclude through trial and error these things to be true so you believe them you know the same way they did with the pfizer vaccine Uh, previous studies investigating healthier, sustainable diets have often reduced their findings to a discussion of plant based versus animal based foods. Yeah, we all know that. Researchers also classified foods by nutritional and environmental impact. Healthy, environmentally sustainable foods include nuts, fruits, vegetables, legumes. Is that what I say? Legumes? Whole grains, and some seafood. My God. Researchers found that swapping 10% of daily caloric consumption from beef and processed meat for fruits, vegetables, nuts, legumes, and certain seafood could, could recap significant health benefits with a team citing a gain of some 48 minutes per person per day and 33% smaller dietary carbon footprint. All right. I don't know if, I'm, uh, if I necessarily care about it. I, I kind of care about I I come and go. Uh, on on my caring about my carbon footprint every time we have a flood like that horrible incident in tennessee i'm like ah shit i gotta reduce my carbon footprint this is all my fucking fault. that greta tunberg's yelling at me she was right that crazy bitch holy shit which by the way that might have been one of the worst things i've seen in a while how quickly that rain fell and decimated that part of tennessee I heard some terrible stories. They're still trying to find people. That was one of the worst things ever in an instant. My God, what a shit show that was. Uh, I'm concluding that four-part documentary I was telling you about on Netflix about the Unabomber. You must watch this. Uh, you, You may remember that he wanted his manifesto printed. It's a 35,000 word document that he, uh, hand typed on a really old typewriter. And he got the Washington post, the San Francisco Chronicle to publish it. And, um, that was the beginning of the end of Ted Kaczynski. Um, because his sister-in-law, his brother's wife, she's very, very smart. Who she was beginning to think based on, various clues of the Unabomber and uh, knowing that he had written letters to her husband she was starting to think that, there was a, that that was him and she revealed to her brother David her brother, her husband David, Ted's brother I think Ted might be the Unabomber and the brother's like shut up, what are you talking about come on Unabomber sends the document to the newspapers. They print it. This is in the mid nineties. Um, the brother goes to the, uh, he, he lives in a little town in Texas, goes to get it. And cause they, they, they want to compare writing styles. Sold out. Goes to the library, gets the paper. Someone had taken the manifesto from the paper. He's like, well, let's just give up. This is all bullshit. And the wife is like, no, no, no. We got, we, we got to see this out. Let's try the internet. Uh, David Kaczynski, the brother, was really off the grid. And the internet wasn't necessarily, you know, uh, everywhere in the mid-90s. But they managed to be able to get access to an online resource Of the manifesto. And the wife describes Ted's brother, David, as he was reading two paragraphs. He reads two paragraphs of the dude's manifesto. And his mouth just goes, huh? He can't believe it. And uh, he looks at his his wife and he goes, it might be him. I'll give it a one in a thousand chance. What do we do? And she goes, well, one in a thousand chance, that's not... Those are good odds. We got to call the feds. Call the feds. They don't hear anything back. The feds have gotten thousands of leads because other people think that they've got the Unabomber. Uh, somebody they know who writes similarly They similar views. Unabomber was all about... Uh, he wanted to go back to horse and buggy. We all grow our own food. Uh, no industrial revolution, no technology revolution, and uh, he was an eco terrorist essentially. And he was causing anarchy by the bombs. That's how that, thats what was in his brain, and not at all insane. In fact, when he was arrested, his big thing that he—he uh, he, the his lawyers wanted to make him insane is no, I am not insane, and he's not still alive to this day, 79 years old. He's in the supermax prison on Bombers Row uh this documentary is one of the best you you hear him in his words and he's got a real squeaky voice i bet you never knew the the unabomber sounded like a fucking putz so the brother doesn't hear anything from the feds finally the right guy in the feds compares uh writing styles he goes holy shit we got him and then they uh, uh went to the shack in montana where the dude had been living there since 1971 and uh the agents descended and they got his ass. There's actually a video footage of the agents knocking on the door. They go, hey, how you doing? He goes, hey, hey, what the fuck are you doing? And then they fucking grabbed him and took him down. I'd never seen that before. You got to see this. Just go on Netflix, search, Un- search uh, Unabomber. It's a four-part series. I already ruined it for you, but it doesn't, doesn't fucking matter. It's absolutely fascinating. I cannot get enough of this documentary. Fucking great. I'll link it up in the show notes. Okay, he could have just saved some bombs and just been Amish. Hmm. Blood's thicker than water, except for you, Ted. That's true. the The brother is absolutely a saint. I love that guy. Absolutely great. You got you got to see this guy uh 17 inches in 24 hours in tennessee so terrible very very scary uh kenny says the news here each day since that record-breaking rain and incredibly sad loss of life has been so sad it's true man really really bad all right i know i'm jumping around here sorry it happens from time to time okay Uh, i did two cameos yesterday for a sweet sweet young man who just turned 14 happy birthday To uh Brian, Michelle's son. Now, Adam's better half, Michelle, Adam and Houghton Lake. Uh, Michelle is his son. He plays paintball with us from time to time. I think he's gonna be doing it again this Sunday. He's awesome, just turned 14. Happy birthday to you. I did two cameos from him. One from mom, one from Adam. And uh that cameo was different. Now, normally on the cameos, I am roasting, okay? And I will light your friend's, you or your friend's ass up, or whoever deserves it, if you tell me to be brutal. And it, they are. Uh, not for the faint of heart. If you want that type of roast cameo, look, I'm the best at it. There's no one better on cameo than me. I do them all one take. They're perfect every time, and I can do anything you want. And they're only fifteen ninety nine. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. I can also do it for congratu- uh, congratulatory messages for whatever, marriage, birth, uh, uh, completion of something like uh, school or a uh, 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 job, accolades, whatever it may be. And you tell me how uh, good or bad you want it to be. We can include the queen of the forest if you want, whatever you want. It's, it's, it's your call. You're hiring me to do your bidding. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. As always, thanks to uh, Bennett Flooring Installation. Online at BennettFlooringInstallation.com. 616-318-0167. Just doing amazing work. If you are in and around West Michigan, uh, I really like how they do it because um, they encourage you to do all of the stuff that you can do. I don't know. Pull up the old flooring. Remove the uh, molding. uh, Paint the room. And then, when the flooring is ready to go down, you purchase it from Kent, drop the E at a U, who I still want to get his business on the podcast over at Johnson's. What the hell is taking so long, Darwin? And then uh, they show up at Bennett uh, from Bennett Flooring Installation and install it for you expertly. Okay. And you do it that way, you're paying a lot less. So, flooring is not for everybody. So have Bennett Flooring Installation do it. Have them show show up at your home in and around West Michigan and have them do an estimate for you. 616-318-0167. Call or text 616-318-0167. While I'm at it, another stalwart of uh, sponsorship awesomeness, JM Synthetics. Jason Mays distributes Amsoil. Now, there's several ways you can do this, but what I really want you to do, which helps Jason the most, and I would want nothing more than my sponsors to be able to benefit from the marketing uh, to their liking in the, uh, in the most thorough way, is by you going to jmsynthetics.com, if you are a DIY pro, picking out the Amsoil products that interest you or that you want to purchase, and then actually calling Jason six one six seven four seven zero two three three you ever miss the number you can get it right at jamsynthetics.com or it's right behind me on the wall he's gonna pick it up yeah uh, jason hey i need this i need that and i need these filters okay great and then it shows up on your door you're done it's that simple send him the cash on venmo or whatever how the hell he does it and then you're you're in You've got all your lubricants. He is a lube slinger. JM Synthetics, 616 Hang on. We got to talk about the R. Kelly trial. <laughs> the testimony is just absurd. Hang on again. Sorry, I need water. I hope to hell I'm not becoming diabetic. Been so ridiculously thirsty lately. I've heard that that's a symptom. I am just praying I'm not becoming diabetic. That would not be good. So, um... R. Kelly has been, uh accused of terrible things imposing his will sexually and flat out raping young people, uh, brainwashing and raping using his, um, uh, prominence as a, uh, as a legendary performer. I mean, there is no mistaking the fact that, uh, uh what he has done musically is, uh, uh absolute, absolutely epic the uh, songs that he has made. It's not exactly my style of music, but uh, I mean, it's uh, he's an R and B legend. And that's where it ends. That's where the good ends with R. Kelly, that crazy fucking interview with Gail King. I will never forget that. This guy's got a screw loose to be sure. Another witness took the stand Monday in the sex trafficking trial, testifying that R. Kelly sexually abused her on his tour bus and in his hotel when she was a high school student and an aspiring singer. Hang on. Damn it. I don't know what my problem is. The woman, identified only as Jane Doe, said Kelly once beat her with a shoe and then cried uh, when she claimed that she contracted herpes after having sex with him she said he had never told her that he had herpes this man purposely gave me something he knew he had she said he could have controlled the situation so he raw dogged it and uh, now she's got herpes Which I I think, isn't that relatively controlled nowadays? I mean, there was a time when, shit, if you had herpes, that was like, you might as well have fucking leprosy. Now it's like, ah! A prosecutor in federal court in Brooklyn repeatedly asked the witness how old she was when the abuse took place. I was 17, she said each time. Last week, a jury heard similar testimony from the trial's first witness who described being a 16-year-old virgin... When Kelly began sexually exploiting her in 2010, both women claimed they were forced to... This is when it gets really gross. It's already gross. They were forced to call him daddy. Hey, call me daddy, bitch. Ugh. And follow his draconian rules restricting how they could dress, who they could speak with, and when they could use the bathroom. Are these the same women? Do you remember that... Uh, was it... Yeah, there was... a. Uh, I think there was two women that were involved with R. Kelly at the time of his arrest who were still like in his camp. Remember, they were really brainwashed and strange. And I I don't remember if they came out of it. You know, I mean, typically when a person is brainwashed, like, you know, some of these Scientology maniacs, they'll eventually go, oh, fuck, what the hell just happened to me? And then they come out of it and they start telling the world about their scenario. I think that that's what happened with these chicks. 54-year-old Kelly has denied accusations that he did all these things during his 30-year career. Uh, the last witness, now 23, testified on Monday that she met Kelly while he was performing on his Black Panties tour. So the fucking sexual predator once went on tour and decided to name it the Black panties tour what the fuck there is there is video of this guy if you i don't even know if you can see it let me see if i can get to it Um, r kelly getting dick rubbed it may have been scrubbed from the internet watch this shocking moment an overzealous fan grabs R. Kelly's dick. All right, I have to share the screen here. Hang on. I'll link it up. You can all watch it. We can watch it together. All right. So right now an ad's playing. But supposedly this is how it went. Oh, shit. Great. I think I just gave myself a fucking virus. All right, well, there's a still from it. The, look at her. He's, he's, he walks up to the front of the stage. This is from the sun. And then there she goes. She's just grabbing. Look at that. She is at, you can actually see his root in between his, his her middle and index fingers. The guy is essentially getting a hand job uh, with pants on. Jesus. What the fuck? He so he would encourage women and chicks would do it. They were all about it. I think those days are done though. I don't think I don't think that that'll be happening anymore. So anyway, that was probably on the Black Panties tour. She told him, she goes and she actually said in her testimony that look, I had no intention of anything uh sexually happening happening. She told him she was a performer. She said she testified that she lied about her age. This might cause her some trouble. She said she was 18. She said she had no romantic interest in Kelly. I just wanted to sing. She said I genuinely, genuinely wanted his input. The first sign of trouble began when Kelly offered her an audition. And she was like, oh, okay, great. But then, according to the testimony, he said he needed to ejaculate before it would happen. So what? Can you imagine? She's like, oh, hey, you know, uh, I, I, I really just want to sing. I won't, I will you bitch. Uh, 18. Well, uh, yeah, I'll give you an audition. Oh, this is great. This is everything I dreamed of. Hang on, let me just jizz. What the fuck? Uh, she said they were soon regularly having sex. With Kelly nearly always videotaping the encounters. Uh, Yeah, I don't know if this one's going to work out for her, um, being that she admitted that she lied about her age. So, you know, whatever. There's a lot of things that you can hold over our Kelly. Uh, This one might not be one. Especially since he said to you, yeah, I got to ejaculate before the audition. Who the fuck would say that in the first place? Another time, he flew into a rage because she had texted a friend about him. She said he grabbed a size 12 sneaker from his closet and assaulted her with it. Well, I mean, she could definitely, if she can prove that, he's definitely going to get in trouble for that. He hit me all over. She said I was running from him and fighting back, but at 4 foot 11, 98 pounds, she said she was no match for him. The witness told jurors the horrors didn't end there as a punishment. Kelly once forced her to, oh, God, Kelly once forced her to rub feces on her face and videotape it. My God. Jesus, what's that like, Boring Dean? She was also coerced into getting an abortion in 2017 after Kelly said he wasn't ready to have a child with her. When she finally revealed she was underage, Kelly slapped her across the face but kept her in his life, she said. The jury was shown notes to her, says She wrote to herself about how to stay in line with his rules when she was around. It was a very, very, very controlling uh, uh, dude. She wrote, tell daddy everything. Ugh. What the hell? Uh, N says, did you not know about Trapped in, in the Closet? He made a whole miniseries musical about him trapping a girl in the closet and IFC aired it. Yes, I do remember that. They'll, uh, probably use that against him. Uh, N says, ironic that uh, Ailea died after she dumped R. Kelly. Genuinely wanted his input. Yeah, right. Uh, the real victim all, of all this is uh, show listener Ryan Kelly for sharing initials with this scumbag. Yeah, definitely don't go with R. Kelly, Ryan. All right. Trial continues. Uh, I heard from uh, Andy today, and uh, Andy reached out to me and said that uh, my name was mentioned on Jimmy Fallon last night. And that Kelly Clarkson actually mentioned my name on the Jimmy Fallon show. And I'm like, what? Are you crazy? She was talking about um working out with The Rock or something like that. I don't know what the hell's going on. She's promoting a movie. Maybe she's in a film with him. I have no idea. And uh The Rock uh has a playlist that she likes to work out to. And this one particular artist uh she had never heard of, and she loves the guy. The audio's taken from T V phone uh to tv so it sounds a little weird no, no but i was on it and there, he had there's this first one on one of his playlists and it's called coming undone and it's um eric zane maybe i've never heard of this artist but i love oh. it because i have to listen to something that's like i'm a badass like if i'm on a treadmill i'm like yes i like i don't understand how people just like calling stuff. on tv no. I, I, yeah. I can't do that either because then i just want to sit down with, like, there you she loves she loves the artist known as Eric Zane. Dude spells it Z A Y N E. That's about the most publicity I'll ever get. Thank you inadvertently to Kelly Clarkson. Thanks to that guy for having a name like mine. We will commence <laughs> with the uh with the asshole of the day coming up in just a bit. Your suggestions on the live stream. Don't forget about my merch. You can find it at ericzane show.com. Uh and just click on merch and off you go. If you need your furnace or your air conditioning fixed, you call on A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579 for anything at all heating and cooling. Malfunction uh, in- installation of a new furnace or air conditioner, uh, late night service call, whatever it may be. 616-516-8579. You need to see him twice a year. Once for the AC tune-up, once for the furnace tune-up. Joe Martinez, 616-call or text 516-8579. And last but not least, Blue Frost IT. Voted number one by all of the other it companies at the latest it symposium in grand rapids michigan in west michigan call upon blue uh blue frost it for project work managed work or any type of spot fix okay when i say project work i mean like oh my god this this place we need to we need all new computers here at the workplace our tech sucks have a complimentary consultation sit down with alan and he'll get you started with all you need so that you're not, like, spending money on shit you don't need. Not to mention, uh, you want to uh, improve the infrastructure of the building itself. New wall drops, different things like that, all the new routers, monitors, printers, software, you name it. Allen takes care of it. 616 285 Blue Frost IT, online at bluefrostit.com. Ah. Who is going to be the asshole of the day? Andrea says, ex-co-host Kyle. I don't know about that. I mean, Kyle didn't do anything wrong yesterday. Uh, I don't care for him. For many reasons. I don't know if he's the asshole of the day. Fuck that, yeah he is. Fuck that guy. He's a fucking asshole. Fuck Kyle, you fat fuck. And go lose some weight, you stupid fat bastard. Fuck you. There you go. That's the Eric Sancho Podcast. Enjoy the day. Saul takes on Dale. It's smarter than a former drug dealer trivia in 41 minutes. Have a good one, folks. Till next time, go get your vaccine. It's approved by the FDA. If you don't, you're a dumbass. And don't come to me crying when you're dead. God bless you. Till next time. Bye bye.